Hello and welcome to the AMA Update video and podcast. Today we're talking about three challenges that private practices face and how the AMA is helping to address them. Joining me today in our Chicago studio is Dr. C. Chen, Physician Director of the Practice Sustainability Group at the AMA. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer. Dr. Chen, so great to have you today. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the conversation. It's really nice to have folks here in our Chicago studio. Uh, and I'm excited too because you're a relatively uh, a relative newcomer to the AMA. Tell us a little bit about how you landed here. So I've been practicing in uh, private practice for a while, uh, then joined a big uh, group in uh, Kaiser Permanente, and then came back to private practice. And unfortunately, things in private practice were getting worse and worse. And so I decided to leave. I got a little bit burnt out. So uh, it was a great thing that I found this opportunity at the AMA. Uh, and it's been wonderful since I've gotten here. And I want to really, really help uh, my fellow colleagues that are still out in practice not burn out. Well, then uh, this is a perfect conversation today because uh, we've been talking a lot about the AMA's recovery plan for America's physicians. Uh, we talk a lot about Medicare payment reform, but one of the other key pillars, of course, is physician burnout. Uh, this is something that obviously, uh, obviously affects both new and, and long-time physicians in private practice. Let's talk specifically, you know, given your experience, what are some of those kind of unique challenges uh, that affect private practice physicians in regard to physician burnout? Well, Todd, I think first I'd like to say that private practice, you know, which we're defining as uh, independent physician-owned practices, uh, it's been and has been a pillar of the medical community in the United States, and we at the AMA are dedicated to supporting private practice as an option for physicians who want to practice in that setting. Uh, one of the main appeals of private practice is, of course, that you get more control over your own life as a physician. So things like control over the environment you practice in, uh, your own schedule, and the way you care for patients. With this autonomy, I think comes with, uh, it's very protective against burnout. However, there are a lot of non-clinical responsibilities that physicians in private practice have to take on that may not be found in other settings. So things like increased administrative burdens, uh, having to deal with business operations, personnel management, and even marketing. So all of these non-clinical duties may contribute to burnout. And so uh, there's a lot of things that are out there uh, that are pro and con for private practice. We're gonna dig into kind of each one of those things that you outlined. Let's first talk about those operational responsibilities and uh, kind of the way that the practice is run. And there may be, uh, I'll use a technical term, inefficiencies uh, that might be at the root cause of some of those burdens. What, what does that mean? And what are some of the ways that you found to address those? So I think inefficiencies in private practice mirror practice as a whole, uh, practice in all settings. However, I think with the typical small size of private practice, these uh, inefficiencies can be amplified. So things like repetitive tasks that we do every day that may not be necessary. So for example, I think a lot of physicians know this headache of logging into their 
uh, electronic health record system multiple times an hour or signing things that don't necessarily need a legal signature. And a lot of us will redocument things that are already in the medical record that may not even have to be done. And so our colleagues in practice transformation, they have a process which they call gross, get rid of stupid stuff, in which basically there's a process to try to eliminate or at least reduce those inefficiencies. There's another way of trying to get rid of some inefficiencies in a practice that are mostly physician related. So uh, this concept we call team-based care in which we try to offload some of these uh, tasks that don't require physician attention to other valuable members of the team. And so all of these things or both of these things uh, are really uh, defined in detail in our private practice simple solutions. Uh, that's a webinar series that our group puts out. And I'd encourage everybody out there to take a look at that webinar series and learn more about those things. That, techni that technical term, uh, get rid of the stupid stuff, but it does add up to a lot of the time, a lot of time over the course of the week. So uh, really important. Um, you mentioned this idea of burdens. There are many. One of them obviously is paperwork, and there's a lot of it. Uh, just the amount and, of course, knowing what does need to be uh, uh, processed or not. What's kind of the advice there on the paperwork side? Well, uh, so there's a lot of paperwork that's out there. The first thing that comes up is, hey, you know, there's a lot of paperwork that uh, the patients have to fill out at the front desk. Um, things like HIPAA forms or consent forms uh, or even, you know, medical history intake forms. Um, other forms that are necessary for private practice are things like employee intake forms and uh, job descriptions, uh, reimbursements for expenses, or even time off forms. And then there's some back-end things that are out there as well. Uh, historically, uh, physicians have had to generate these forms, but uh, you know, more recently, our team has collated some of these forms into a private practice playbook uh, appendix. Uh, and it's basically a series of uh, online Word documents that a practice can go and download and tailor to its needs. Uh, and they can actually put these into uh, their electronic medical record system or their practice management software or even patient portals. And so there's no need to necessarily reinvent the wheel uh, time and time again. So that private practice playbook, again, uh, available on the AMA site. Uh, so encourage everybody to take a look at that. That can be a big help there. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned another big thing, and we hear this a lot from physicians in private practice, is that the business side. So not necessarily uh, courses in uh, medical school about running the business side. Last I checked, uh, I did not see one about marketing in there, although I'm eager to talk uh, more about marketing. How do physicians learn more about that business side, about that marketing side? Well, I think there's a lot of resources out there, but specifically, uh, we have uh, resources at the AMA, of course. And our Private Practice Simple Solutions, which I spoke about before, which is a webinar series, has uh, a couple of webinars specifically dedicated to marketing and branding to get your, you know, your practice's name out into the community so that patients know you and that you can get uh, referrals from other doctors. 
And so that obviously is extremely important for private practices to. Medicine doesn't stand still and neither do we. AMA members don't just keep up with medicine, they shape its future. Help move medicine, join the movement. Visit ama-assn.org slash movingmedicine. And anything else on the, on the quote, business side uh, in terms of advice for physicians? Absolutely. I think that, you know, wherever you can get uh, ideas, resources, be them uh, in those resources that we talked about, or there's also another resource at the AMA that's basically a collection of all of these other resources that we've talked about called Steps Forward. There are toolkits, there's playbooks, podcasts, webinars that deal with a lot of these aspects of you know, having to, uh, you know, manage a private practice. Uh, but also there are other opportunities at the AMA. For instance, the private practice physician section is a member group within the AMA of uh, uh, doctors that are dedicated to um, basically making sure that private practice is sustainable and is an option for physicians if they so choose to go into that. That's a great forum for physicians to learn about private practice and to learn from their peers of all sorts of different walks of life and practice settings, locations, et cetera. And a big chance to, of course, uh, enact policy absolutely uh, through the House of Delegates, of course, uh, that will recognize the concerns and some of those obstacles that private practices are facing. I did want to just kind of hit on again, uh, you brought up steps forward. Uh, lots of different modules. Again, you can find those modules on the AMA site. They're available to all physicians out there. Uh, they do everything from you know how to save uh, hours a week uh, by stopping you know some of that uh, the stupid stuff or some of those repetitive tasks, uh, managing your inbox, uh, emails, all of these things that just kind of chip away at the time that physicians have to spend with their patients. So again, steps forward on the AMA site. Dr. Chen, it's been a pleasure to have you here. Uh, thanks for all the work that you're doing on behalf of private practice physicians and to reduce burnout. Uh, such, a, such an important task that we've got ahead of us. Uh, that's it for today's episode. I uh, just want to note that the AMA is also working to reform Medicare payment as part of our many efforts to support private practices. And you can learn more by visiting ama-assn.org slash recovery. Uh, we'll be back soon with another episode. You can find all our videos and podcasts at ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thanks for joining us today. Please take care.